0: Welcome to the family with
1: Raptor Basham. Oh, Packmaster we'll, we'll Raptor Basham. Start bash it man. over
0: <laughs> again. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not here though.
2: I'm having to turn the mics off because of all the feedback from the crappy headphones. Well, now you
0: fixed the head, but you got yours on, don't you? Yeah. So I'm the only one that doesn't have them. Yep. Way to go, Tom. If it feeds back, it's you. Welcome to the family with...
1: Hackmaster Ralph Bavishman, MD. Andy Brad Bernard.
3: And Cassie Trader.
0: We'll be right back, kick things off. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family.
4: Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions, or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
0: Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody, because I don't endorse people Stop out to Walzer, Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Beep, beep, bip. I have to sneeze. Boop, boop. Someone's
2: calling. <laughs> we don't care. It's a problem.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I know it's dusty in here, so I'm sorry about that. What, are you getting calls now, Kristen? Hi. Is that the plan?
1: We got personal... You're taking personal calls now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: someone's calling us. personal
3: calls?
0: You. Your phone was beeping.
2: <laughs> no, it was shot. us.
1: My someone
3: phone's was, not beeping.
0: Someone was calling beep? us. Is mom calling and saying I'm not coming in?
2: <laughs> well, she was going to do that, she, was gonna, she would text
0: me. Let's see. Nope. Yeah, we'll see what the deal is. So, Kristen.
3: Yeah.
0: I finished watching The Assassination of Versace. All nine Ooh, parts. Did
3: yeah. you love it?
0: I hate every person in that show. Hmm.
3: No, it was such a good show. What's it was, wrong with you, Tom?
0: It was really good, but I hate all those people so much, I can't even tell you. Really good acting, uh, really did. good story. Yeah,
3: you probably hate the real life people because they yes. were all so self indulgent. It was oh,
0: ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Narcissistic, self indulgent pains in the ass.
1: Johnny Versace? Yeah. yeah, hard to oh, believe. Oh, you're
0: tearing my heart out. I can't believe this. Hard to believe. <laughs> No, the acting was great in it. I mean, Ricky Martin, all of them. They were just terrific in it. Uh, Penelope Cruz, by the way. Mike
3: uh, Farrell comes in there. Yeah, Mike
0: Farrell's in there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, oh, by the way, uh, Donatella wishes she was as good looking as Penelope Cruz, by the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Darren Criss is Fantastic. Yes.
4: Um, oh. As Andrew Qunanan. Uh, Absolutely.
0: Great. His father, I hated the most of anybody, and if he's still alive and if I ever meet him, I'll kill him.
2: I kind of doubt he's still alive.
4: Oh, what
0: a jerk! His father was a horrible human being. Right in <clears throat> front of him, if if his wife, their mother, would criticize him, Andrew Cunanan's father would go over and knock her down. Mm. And guess how big he was. 5'3". Oh, exactly. He was about the size of a Pepsi bottle. <laughs> he's a tough Pepsi, guy. Yeah.
1: Pencil, pencil neck.
2: Oh, uh, we sure. don't know if he's still alive because he fled to the Philippines to evade arrest.
0: He did indeed. He was going to be indicted on so,
2: all kinds of charges. his name was Modesto. Huh? Modesto Cunanan. Modesto Cunanan. That's a Philippine
0: I name. I guess Cunanan is. I don't know huh. how that works out, but uh, but Here I you tell go. you, uh, what, what do you happened
2: got? to him? Do you find him? Uh, we found someone...
0: He's running Denny's. No, that's not it.
2: Uh, nope. Apparently he is dead. Good.
0: Glad to hear it.
2: We don't know why, but I mean, even if he hadn't died young, he would be 94 today, so odds are he would be dead anyway.
0: He was 74. (laughs) 74 when that happened? Yes. So That was 20 years ago.
2: Uh, yeah. It says he was 74 when the murders happened, so... Really? Apparently he had the kid, uh, old...
0: But I'm telling you, honest to God, Kristen, the acting in that thing was just terrific. Really good set direction. I mean, the sets were beautiful. The direction was great. The acting was terrific. It's just those people were so hateable. My
3: God. <laughs> So hateable. But, you know, um, there wasn't a weak link. You know, sometimes you watch an anthology series or something like that or a limited series, and you're like, everyone was good, but this was a cast that was really well thought out, I oh, thought. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Absolutely. But the only thing that's kind of creepy to me is I wonder, you know, because I used to work uh, uh, about a block away from where he lived with that. Uh, which was the guy's name again? The, the guy that he he killed out in the on the on East Bush Lake Road it wasn't David. David was the other guy, and was oh, it yeah. was it Tom? Tom was the Navy guy, right? His name was Tom, wasn't it?
3: I'm pretty sure it's been a while since I've seen. It's been about a year since I've seen the series. Um... Yeah, we'd have to look it
2: up. Yeah, but in all, all, killed, in all
0: likelihood, we—I probably walked right past him or sat at a table away from him at dinner one night or whatever. Because that I, I was a block away from where where he met those guys and killed David by beating to death with a hammer in Minnesota. He
2: killed David Madison and Jeffrey Trail.
0: Jeffrey Trail. So oh. David. Oh, who was the third guy? There were three people that he killed from Minnesota. Uh, maybe. His, former, his former roommate was the one that he wanted, to, he wanted to marry the guy, but the guy wouldn't marry him. It's because David was the guy he beat to death <laughs> with a hammer and they rolled him up in a
2: carpet. Uh, the third victim was Lee Miglin, then William Reese, then Gianni Versace.
0: Which one was William Reese?
2: William Reese was found, let's see, they met in New Jersey at a cemetery. Oh, he was just the cemetery caretaker. So, Why did he kill him? just
0: cuz well, wrong, nice.
3: wrong time
0: I guess yeah that's terrible I'm good. but yeah I, I tell you what that uh, that was um, what was it first was it FX It was an FX series wasn't it
3: mm-hmm they I saw it on, it. on Netflix I did too FX. yeah
0: I did too but yeah I uh, if you haven't seen it you will get annoyed to no end by watching these people because they're so incredibly special Every one of them was like, me, 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 more me now. Let's talk about me. Oh, God, they were hateable.
1: Is, is, is the daughter, is she that way? Well, looking at her face, yeah, I think she is. She's a little narcissist. Oh, Donatella? Yeah, Donatella. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> uh, no, no I thought no, she no.
1: was the wife did did no. they did they stop at cinnamon secrets to get the, the oh good, she's the sister
2: the
0: sister that's correct
1: they stop in cinnamon Secrets mm-hmm. in North Hollywood to get a, get the good makeup for Donatella? for Donatella. Ooh. you
0: know with the mm. with the plastic they have all the scars and the plywood. when did they blow her up and make her look weird you know what somebody told me Kristen and you might know this already because mm-hmm. what uh actually. Cassie pointed it out yesterday. Do you, you remember you told me yesterday about the big lips on that one woman we were looking at? Oh,
3: yeah.
0: That was apparently first used compared to Donatella Versace. Oh, yeah. She yeah. She, she
3: had looked, the big lips. <laughs> yeah, that was, she an was understatement. Doing the understatement. Yeah, she
0: was doing the lips way before anyone was doing yeah. the lips. She was. In the, in- she invented body dysmorphia. Yes she did. Oh,
1: if you look in the dictionary, her pictures
2: are <laughs> <her> picture,
0: yeah. <laughs> body dysmorphia right there. But it's great. Cassie told me about it, so I looked it up and it was Donna Ver, Donna uh, Versace and a monkey's butt, comparing her lips to a monkey's oh, butt. Hmm. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. terrible. <laughs> well it
3: was a meme it was a meme and it said same doctor.
0: Same doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: the God, lips and the butt look the same. Very, very
0: funny. <laughs> gross. I rather enjoyed that, but uh, no. I, I but the good part of it is the acting in it was really good. Otherwise, if if they weren't good, you wouldn't hate them because they're fictitious. They're not fictitious characters, but they're portrayals of characters. So unless the acting was right on, you wouldn't dis- dislike them as much as you end up disliking these people.
3: Well, and you know what's crazy? When you have a character like Andrew, who's so despicable, is played oh, by Darren God. Chris, but he does give you moments of humanity where you're like oh I kind of like him for a moment and then he's just completely evil and awful um and that's but that's hard to do as an actor and I love it when actors are able to give you just moments of like where you're like they're not so bad in this moment
0: uh no that's true Kristen by the way I I, I've been misleading you for all these years since I've known you remember I told you that my father died and he was institutionalized in in an asylum for years remember I told you that Mm-hmm. Well, that part was made up. He actually owned five uranium mines in Africa.
1: <laughs> God,
0: everybody that Kunana knew owned uranium mines and gold mines. and Oh, my God.
3: Yeah, there were some wild lies, yeah, weren't there?
0: Pretty wild <laughs> tales, yeah. Pretty tall tales there, Andrew.
1: Why are you a caretaker in the cemetery? Well, my, my grandfather has uranium mines in uh, <laughs> Ukraine or something exactly like
0: that. Exactly right. That's what he tell everybody. They, they're all, oh, my father is unbelievable. He owns the Eastern Hemisphere. It's like settle down. <laughs> <He owns it. laughs> god. Take it. He, he couldn't lie, but I mean, you want to go a little over the. T- why doesn't he just own one uranium mine, not four? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs>
1: right. Or why do I? I know I, I my grandma just put a down payment on East, all Eastern, yes. Eastern Hemisphere, all just Eastern, a down payment.
0: Eastern Hemisphere, get out right now. I, I own it now. Get out. But it is nice to see. Do you think, Kristen, that acting has is, is really really reached a peak? Now the acting is really good across the board. I mean, no,
3: oh, well, I think here, this, I think television writing has reached a peak, and it's forcing actors to take their acting up a notch because we're telling different stories. We're telling some unique stories in television. I don't think film has the same uh, is is having the same sort of renaissance that TV is, but. If you're going to do something like, let's say, a Versace, since we're talking about it, you have better have done the research. You should probably work with an acting coach to make sure that you have this spot on because people already have perceptions of this story, especially if they were alive, living in Miami or New York or anywhere at that time. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that um, the actors step up their game to match what the writers are doing.
0: Yeah, I think that is very, very true. The direction, I think, is much better as well. Direction is really, really good, too.
3: Yeah, it's a team effort. You can't just have great writing and then terrible acting and terrible direction. You know what I mean? Everyone has to kind of work together on something like that. But that's why I think we're getting so many interesting and unique television shows. I love some of the limited series. I get frustrated sometimes because I binge watch them and then it's over. But at the same time, having shorter seasons does allow for more actors to kind of get in the game and do two or three series in a year or go off and do a movie or go to Broadway or whatever else. There's more flexibility there. Yeah.
0: No, that makes total sense. But I I just, Catherine and I watched it all and thought, my God, this is really good. But every time I, because we always watch it just before I went to bed, So I would watch an episode, then go to bed and figure out how I could go and meet them and kill all of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not
3: like sweet dreams after watching. (laughs) It's not sweet (laughs) dreams. I
0: would would guess. That's right. You are right. There were no sweet dreams after watching that show. I'm really glad I watched it, though. But my God, that thing was hard to watch. What are you going to do? So we keep moving forward. I, I have not seen uh, the Hollywood, uh, what's-his-face, Quentin Tarantino. The QT, I, I just call him QT. Yeah. You know, Quentin you Tarantino. You can't
3: watch it. It's two hours and 39 minutes. It's
0: too long, isn't it?
3: You're going to wait until the screener arrives in your mailbox, and then you can
0: watch it at home. In, in section. three mm. three parter.
1: You know those movies. Why aren't they, Why aren't they doing an intermission on those? Because it would benefit I know, I know. it would benefit the theaters yes. to get more sales of product and popcorn because they make a good profit on that. Why aren't they doing that? that? I think that'd be ideal for those long movies. You you can get up, take a leak. You know, get a popcorn. <laughs> I,
3: I wish they would because honestly. When I hit, like, the two-hour mark, I do get antsy. I do want to use mm-hmm. the restroom. I love a good snack. So, honestly, I, <laughs> I, I love, love a good water. snack. <laughs> Who I
1: doesn't?
2: love
3: a good snack. I'm a <laughs> snacker.
1: Okay. And, 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 well, now that you brought it up, and we, we never would have asked this personal question, what is your snack of choice at the uh, oh, theater, movie theater? There mm. you go.
3: Oh, yeah. It is. I get the same thing every single time. So, it never, ever is anything different. It is a small Coke. Actually, it will be different if it's an AMC because they have a frozen Coke and I get the frozen oh. Coke. Oh,
1: no, depending the on what yeah. theater.
3: <laughs> yeah, I love the iC's. And it is a small popcorn, which I think is really a medium, but layered with butter. Do not just pop it yeah. off. I want it in the middle and on the top.
1: And that's it? No, you know, you don't do the uh, thing where you mix the sweet kind of like uh, uh, junior mints inside your
0: popcorn or do anything like yeah. that? So a lot of people do that. Or M&M's. No, because
3: the Coke is my sugar, yeah. so that's my salty. And I got it. Um, well, Kristen, I have okay. a tip for you. If you go to an AMC, <laughs> I have a tip no, for seriously, you. it's God. delicious. If they have the Coke icy, and they usually have cherry, add a little bit of the cherry oh, icy, and yeah. it tastes like a cherry
4: frozen oh, Coke. It's good. Mm.
3: It's actually really good. Ah. I am
0: a purist in all my coke. <laughs> I out. am a purist.
1: <laughs> so, so this, is, so this is the bottom of culinary discussion. Yes,
0: you know, try,
3: yes try, to, try to engineer
1: a cherry coke icy at the eggs.
3: It's delicious.
0: <laughs> Absolutely delicious.
2: I'm having a diet cherry feisty cherry
0: coke right now. Ooh, so. Oh, you doing the feisty cherry? Mm-hmm. I thought you liked the blade, the uh, the uh, the blood orange, uh, blood orange. I wanted to try different stuff. They're both. Good.
3: I don't do the mm-hmm. diet.
2: Diet Coke by itself is disgusting, but is. the this one, the feisty cherry one, is much better. It's Flavored a, syrup? What it makes, makes it feisty? Uh, it's spicy. very, very slightly spicy.
0: Okay. Very, it's, very slightly?
2: Yeah. It's like barely perceptible, but it's there. Well, that's true. It is
0: there, though. It absolutely is there, so... I don't know. All I know is that uh, going to the movie is a wonderful idea. You got you got uh, Lion King came in first for the second week in a row. It's just killing it at the box oh. office. I heard it's not very good. We're gonna go see it today. So, well, you are. So is uh,
4: Enjoy.
0: <laughs> Alex is going I to see have, it tomorrow.
2: I have heard it's disappointing compared it's, to the original. It's
3: just it's the same movie. Yeah. 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 Well, I think too. It's lacking that magic that the animated movie had. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of you fell the- flat. That's what you what feel hear. the CGI, is what it is. Really, you feel it. Yeah, you feel yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but Disney's having the greatest year ever. They've made over seven and a half billion dollars. It's only July. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
3: that is oh, a g- record for a global box office. So they're oh, gonna man. have a great year.
1: And that, that's in profit, or that's in that's in total sale. Total sale. You know, it's total it, sale. It is interesting because when you watch an a, animation which which is either so so drawn claymation, any of those things, there's a there's a charm or a, mm-hmm. to that which CGI loses. I mean, it really, that CGI it does, is yeah. it's a. Odd I don't thing. know. I
2: mean, Toy Story thing, stylized CGI has it, but realistic CGI, we're just not quite there yet.
0: Okay. Yes. We got to take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Burt right after this. Or visit WhitingClinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
4: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Giving me the runaround? Is that the plan? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're doing here? Mm-hmm. You know. Of my deep and abiding faith, and Kristen Bird and the supreme talent that she is at going to movies. I have to ask you a question.
1: hmm
0: She didn't even respond to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gotten used to? Me. I
3: did. I said, hmm
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's absolutely true.
3: Mm-hmm. It go ahead, Tom.
0: Okay, Tom. Go you ahead. have the
3: floor.
0: You... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I want to go see a movie, but I adore this man to the point that unless it's a great movie, I don't want to see it. But I can't wait to see it. But I've been holding off to get your opinion. What's the word on Pavarotti? Was it a good movie?
3: I haven't seen Pavarotti yet.
0: Why don't you get some culture, sister?
3: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. They talk about Pavarotti goes, "Yeah, I know, right?" It's that frozen coke. It's that frozen coke and uh, popcorn's holding you back. Coke. Yes, exactly. I do want to see that movie, but my god, I thought Catherine and I were so lucky. We had great seats to see Pavarotti about 20 years ago, maybe it was longer than that, and then that, I don't know. It was a while back, but watching that man perform live was unbelievable. What a talent.
3: What was the best part about seeing him live? Like what moved you the most?
0: I think the fact that all the skin on my face was peeled back by the strength of his voice. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> holy Christ. That guy could belt it up. It's just his passion for it all. And I didn't even care if his passion was fake because it was so overwhelming. The way he treated a song, his treatment of songs, just unbelievable. What a talent. My God.
1: A great theater actor. I mean, it, it, he was. It was a great actor. I mean, that's, that's a large part of that and giving you that emotion
0: and you when you think about it he's italian so he should have been a mobster <laughs> so you know, so like you see the sansevier all the time you know but he wasn't from sicily was he i don't think he was from sicily i don't where was he from that's a good question i don't know where pavarotti was from but but there is a movie out it was a small movie a very small release but i do ron
3: howard directed it yes
0: oh. so and mm-hmm. he's terrific he's usually terrific so I just want to hear him sing a Nessun Dorma, and he doesn't have to do a great job. Otherwise, I'll be sorely disappointed.
3: Well, it'll be interesting to see if they um, submit it for Oscar consideration. That's why they did a small theatrical run. You have to have oh, I see. two weeks out in a theater in certain okay. cities. So it'll probably wind up on streaming devices pretty soon. I think um, it just did, yeah, just then, this week. Yeah, and then it'll wind up back out in theaters. If it does stand a chance in the Oscar season, it'll probably wind up back in theaters around the holiday time.
0: When do you start receiving information? Because we're only about six weeks away from the the fall releases. When do you start receiving information on these new series that are coming out?
3: Well, right now, Television Critics Association, the summer tour, is going out. And oh, okay. For anyone who is interested and wants to follow along, if you go to the hashtag on Twitter, TCA2019, you'll get all of the information on the new series and the news that's been breaking over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think that um, when it comes to television critics, this goes on for two weeks. So right now, they're doing all the cable and streaming channels. Next week, they move into all of the broadcast networks, so we'll start hearing oh, bigger and bigger news as we go. Yeah, as we go through.
0: I have a problem right now because Directv and CBS couldn't come to an agreement, so CBS is not on Directv anymore. Oh. And I gotta have my blue bloods on CBS, right? I gotta have,
3: have CBS my, All Access.
0: Uh, yeah. You, you know, I app? could get. I could. I could do that. That's true. <clears throat> I don't know, but the pro- problem I have with it, two family friends, Frank and Amelia, Frank Vassalero and Amelia Santanello, are the, my favorite news people in town, and I can't even watch them because they're on, on CBS Channel 4.
1: So they don't care. Do you have to other look.
3: options for cable?
0: Um, oh. I could get it on cable, but to tell you the truth, I got direct TV right now. I got 1,200 channels with nothing ever on. <laughs> Boy. Is that the truth? It's just it, It's the, the
3: truth. Yeah.
0: The programming is dreadful. Not just it's not Directv's fault either. It's all these channels are just dreadful. God, they're bad.
1: You know there is there is as good a talent on YouTube and YouTubers oh, yeah. as there are on uh, on the cables. I and mean, truly, there are some people that are, tr- are professionals or have been professionals. They're on YouTube, and they're just they do wonderful presentations. But so interesting.
0: Okay, now I do have to ask you, Chris, this is a little California news you're going to have to figure out for me. Okay, you ready?
3: Okay. Yep, I'm ready.
0: I don't really understand this garlic festival thing. Uh, a 13 mm-hmm. year old girl killed in Sunday's mass shooting at the Gilroy Garlic <laughs> Festival in Northern California may have inadvertently saved a relative. Mm-hmm. Kayla Salazar was eating ice cream with her mother, stepfather, and two younger sisters and other family members when they realized they were hearing gunshots, not fireworks. Family members, therefore, ran for safety, but Kayla lagged behind with the mother of her stepfather, who uses a cane on Kat- Katieska-, Katieska Vargas. Now, the guy who opened fire on those, so so basically she saved her stepmother's life Aww. by taking the bullets for her. This is a 13-year-old kid. How horrible is that? Uh, we way, have failed
3: this generation of kids.
0: You think so? And they haven't failed I us?
3: do. <laughs> they're 13. <laughs> but I, I do feel, you know, I, I it's shocking to me because I don't have kids. So obviously it's shocking to me when I hear my friend's kids talking about the um, active shooter mm-hmm. type of safety drills that they do and um, what they're supposed to do and, and they know what to do. But it's, it's scary because as kids, most of us had to worry about Maybe a tornado drill, always a fire drill, maybe some places an earthquake drill, but they never seemed realistic. And mm-hmm. I get it that, the, you know, it's still a smaller percentage that a gunman's going to come into a schoolyard or whatever, but it, it's still really scary.
0: Yeah. No, and it it's is happened absolutely. way too
3: much. It's happened way too much.
0: Everybody, it's every sense. day now somebody's being found dead or gunned down, or there's, but what I don't understand is, the guy who did it uh, is being accused of being a white supremacist. And from what I could well, of understand... Of course, that's
2: immediately what they go but to. But he's
0: not a white guy. That's what I don't understand. He's Spanish and Iranian.
2: Yeah, but white supremacy is an easy demon to, you know... Mm.
3: Well, it's hard when to I, be. They were saying he was having issues with anyone who was biracial. Like, he had a lot of rants about that. Yeah, but he so, was. I, I, I know, and I think oh, most people, if you look in your DNA history, a lot of people are biracial, oh, God, <laughs> you yes. know, that you didn't even know about, you know. Um, I, but, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of it just doesn't make sense, and we have to – California has strict gun control laws. He bought a gun in Nevada. It, you know, I, there's no – one state can do one thing, but another state's going to do another thing.
1: So but,
3: that's all of our risk.
1: Purchasing a gun in Nevada, you require—I'm uh, pretty sure—you need a driver's license in Nevada, and also taking it into
2: California was illegal. So yeah,
1: I mean, well, so the gun—yeah,
2: so that, that once again enforce the laws or yeah. stop making more. Well, exactly, you, you can't enforce that that law. I mean,
3: or you need a federal law. You need a federal law, and that way it's a
2: blanket. Not on it's not in like a state like that borders is... Mexico. Then you can just bring them in from Mexico. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: what, What's problem. what? What is the uh, what kind of gun was it? Did they say?
3: I believe
0: it was an AK-47. Okay. Another AK-47. I, I really don't understand the need for assault rifles. That uh, you know, and I, I look. I own six handguns. I have a permit to carry. The whole deal. Yeah. Why do you need yep. an assault rifle? That I guess they fair. The
2: designation assault rifle doesn't really mean anything. Oh, it doesn't
0: really. Okay. Well, see, that's why I asked well, these yeah, things. The, the Houston or the
1: University of Texas shooter in the oh 74. He was just shooting a big old hunting rifle and just boom, 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 boom shot down all the kids from the tower in the University of Texas. in oh, oh, yeah. an
2: unarmored target, a right. pistol is the same thing as a rifle, really. Yeah, I a know. hollow point bullet. If it hits you in the right place, it doesn't matter what caliber it is. Your odds of dying might go from you know eighty to eighty five percent, but it doesn't. Well, then really... do we need
3: to go after the ammunition? Is that the that's, I, yeah? And that's the yeah. question.
2: Well, the that's, problem that. is the reason. See, hollow point and full metal jacket are the two types of ammunition, and they—the reason that civilians use hollow point is because full metal jacket is illegal, because that tends to go through the target and hit what's behind it. Oh yeah. So those would end up if you shoot into a crowd, it'll just pierce through the entire crowd and hit everyone in a straight line, whereas a hollow point will stop when the, it hits the first person. So arguably, even though they're more lethal, they're capacity to kill large groups of people is much lower.
0: Yeah, yeah I could see that. <clears throat> I don't know, but I, I just I didn't understand this whole white supremacist thing. I thought he was railing against the white supremacist book. That's what I had heard that he wasn't he read it, yes, but he hated it. Was what I heard. And he's not white, so it's pretty tough to think that a guy who's half Spanish and half Iranian was going to be accepted into the white supremacist club.
1: Yeah, uh, don't show up in Idaho. I don't think he would be welcome.
0: Yeah, I don't think you'd be welcome. So I don't, what is this all about, actually? I just, why are people losing their minds at such an, an amazing rate?
2: I don't know. They're really not, technically. You
0: know, there's somebody getting shot every day now, every two minutes. The yeah. Murder rate
2: is much lower I... than it was before.
0: Oh, by the way,
3: but I do. But don't you feel like people's stress level and anxiety is at an all-time high? Yes, that's
2: definitely true.
0: Yes,
3: that I would agree
0: upon. Um, Just
3: because, and I feel like I do feel like we spend so much isolated time on the internet instead of going outside and socializing with people. In some weird way, I think it does contribute to our anxiety.
2: A lot of people can't handle social media. They just Mm, something. They're just their brains aren't. Equipped to handle it, and,
1: and it's hard to handle all the hatred. You know, and uh, Tom's brought this yeah. up. This idea of violence—I yeah. think to a certain extent is fueled by the hatred that people have and this just absolute uh, uh, disharmony am, amongst people. There's no agreement. Everybody hates you and hates me, and then there's you know language that's exchanged between uh, groups. You just can't – got to get away from that. Gotta but get on back, the other hand, like the, 80s, 70s the and 80s. homicide rate is half that
2: of what it was 30 years ago. So we in might 30, be hearing – no, yeah. in the entire country. The homicide rate peaked in 80 and 90 at uh, 10 per 100,000. Now we're at less than 5.
0: You know what's amazing to me? All these people that went on and on and on about – and Donald Trump should not have said what he said about Baltimore because there's nothing positive can happen right. from it. But a lot of people are going, oh, it's one of the hu- Maryland's one of the richest states, the re- richest state in the United States. That's because of the Washington D.C. workers that live in Maryland. Baltimore is the number one murder capital in America. Yeah. But they love to just ignore that part of it. Look, I'm not saying Donald Trump should have said, but Eli Cummings should shut his yapper too. You know, hey, we're going to impeach him. And we're going to. Look, you're some lame ass that works in Maryland. Who cares what you think? And Donald, who cares what you think at this point? Would you calm down, for Christ's sake? But I don't like it, Kristen, when they get on the news and start, oh, it's one of the wealthiest states. It is the wealthiest state in America. Baltimore is the murder capital of America.
2: I know. That's like saying. God. It's like saying the. Murder rate in Brazil can't be high because Earth is the richest planet in the solar system.
0: (laughs) So, I just do you think they will ever tell the truth on the news again, Kristen? Is that ever going to happen again?
2: Nope, St. Louis is actually higher than Baltimore.
3: No one's telling the truth anywhere. Let's be honest. I mean, (laughs) the president has a whole Twitter feed full of lies. Yesterday, he was a, basically a first responder at <laughs> on 9-11 yeah. down at the World Trade Center. You know, and then you have you have the other side that is doing their own sort of embellishing of the truth. So there is no middle ground anymore. We no. know that. Well, they're, they're... And there are no middle ground candidates. And it's it's left or it's right. And there's nothing in between. Mm-hmm.
1: They're not lying. They're just, they're just false truths. Mm-hmm. Well, it's
3: <laughs> their okay. truth. Listen to you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. A word for their lives.
0: God, I just saw. I Teach your children
2: something. to do their own research. That's the only way to get through this.
0: This is not good news for JB's homeland, I'll tell you that. The top five murder capitals in the United States, or oh, yeah. top four, excuse me.
2: St. Louis takes number one by quite a bit.
0: Gary, Indiana, St. Louis, Missouri, oh. East St. Louis, Illinois. I mean, oh, <laughs> it's a, good, a nice area you live in there. JB, it's your fault. Why is St. Louis? Where's
3: all- Chicago fall
1: in there? Do we only hear about
0: Chicago? Oh, Chicago's, Chicago's all- actually okay. well. I mean,
2: it's still kind of high. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. Mm, but one. it's also, at 10th, it's a third of St. Louis, so... Oh, my God. St. Louis and Baltimore are uniquely horrible right now for some reason.
1: Yeah, why would St. Louis... Is there that much... Is, is is industry and jobs that depressed there? Oh. oh,
0: God, yes. I guess. Well, unions destroyed that town, well, and look, I'm a union The weird guy. thing
2: about St. Louis is that its robbery rate is lower by quite a bit than Baltimore. So people are killing each other but not robbing each for other. No reason. Hmm.
0: Take a break, be right back more with Kristen Burt right after this.
4: And the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three
0: weeks. Go to ChrisLindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. The Casbah. You know what I really love about my life right now? I got a call from a guy this morning. He said, Hey, could you give me a buzz? So I called him back, rang through to his answering. Called him a second time, rang through the answering. I just got a message from him. Tom, I'm in Greece right now. So I missed your call. (laughs) Like Jesus. Wow. Must be rough. Beep, I'm beep. in Greece right now. Yeah? Well, I'm in St. Louis Park. What do you think of that? <laughs> not St. Louis. Yes, not St. Louis where I'd get murdered, but uh, St. Louis Park. Yeah, I don't – do you think they'll ever tell the truth about this stuff, Kristen, that, that they, they, they oh, my God, it was horrible what he said about – Baltimore has huge it murder does. problems, drug problems. It's a port, so a lot of problems with drugs there as well. Mm-hmm. I have friends that live in Baltimore, and they will not go to the west side or the east side, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not because they're honkies, I'll tell you that.
2: Well, I mean, let's put it this way. So St. Louis is number one. Number two is Baltimore. Number three is Detroit. But Baltimore is 50% higher than Detroit. God, just in one place, jump In absolute numbers. amazing. In, no, in Detroit, crime rate.
3: Detroit's having a nice comeback, too, I will say. Every yeah, it's starting I to. I visit about once a year, and I'll tell you, it looks better and better every single year. And I've been there um, consistently since 2006.
0: Why do you go to Detroit? For the car show?
3: Uh, I do, yeah. I do some work mm. for Hyundai. So I usually do their broadcasting. So. What's it
0: like to be a big-time just- fashion model?
3: fashion model, I'm hosting that what am I wearing I'm hosting a car show. oh I thought you
0: wore like a ball gown or something <laughs>
3: oh no I'm interviewing the CEO and the head of marketing we I do a live stream for them.
0: oh okay
3: you're going way back to like nineteen. 1950- Seventy-two, mm-hmm. where the girls sit there with the ballroom, yep. look <laughs> the ball down, and then the guys
0: <laughs> wait, and then the guys go up to the girls and go, "Do you come with the Do car? You oh, with the car. Do you know, come with the car? Do you come with the car?" Very
1: poor choice of words. Yeah, is you there, really don't uh, want to say that. that. Yeah, well, that's hey, that's what Lindsay, my wife, did. So you know, she was uh, spent a lot of time in McCormick Place. Oh um, yeah, I suppose, looking yeah. At, as an ornament. Uh, for that, and, and uh, one of the one of the best jobs she had was not with the car show, with Parker Hannifin, which are, which, are, which do drilling and hydraulic stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, you got You got They wanted eye candy. Then they wanted that.
0: Too bad they never had guys. I always say,
1: what can we don't have a guy there?
0: To show off some
3: hydraulics.
1: Yeah, show off <laughs> his hydraulics. Yeah,
0: it all works out in the end. That's all I know. Um, So, basically, we got the TV season starting in about a month and a half. we got movies coming out, which are too long, unfortunately for me. You know what really really has upset? And maybe it's because I've matured. So, we're going to count on you to make that
4: call. So, I have
0: not matured, okay? We've decided (laughs) I have not matured. I have not seen a horror film in a long time that was any good. What happened to horror? It's terrible now. What about Hotel
2: Transylvania?
0: Well, that's true. Scary. Scary kids. <laughs> but I
3: think well, mm. here's what happens, uh, horror film really became a trend because yeah. you knew yep. that if you made it at about 89 minutes, made it fast with a lower budget, people would come and see it mm-hmm. and you'd, you know, make a huge profit. But then all of a sudden we had a new horror movie every single Friday and you get to a point yeah. where it's just like studios are, are cranking them out. And instead it you really want quality, you can make a quality horror film at eighty nine minutes with a low budget. Yeah, but again, you do have to invest in the writing instead of just going for the box office buck.
0: They're just they're just not. You know, it used to be kind of I don't know they they catch you and you go oh like that. There are no surprise <laughs> scenes anymore. It's just, and I've never been a fan of gore. By the way, I I like scary. <laughs> I do not like gory. I really don't. And have
1: have they made these? Films in general, more gory. So I think sort of, so. Yeah. So they have this graphic violence.
0: You're you're watching. Yeah, the Eli Roths and that all that. Uh, hostile. Oh, the Saw movies are the worst. Oh, uh, the Saw movies and Hostile and uh,
2: I've seen about ten minutes of one of the Saw movies and I'm good.
0: No, it's terrible. Here, let me I cut can't. your
2: you off at the waist.
0: Here, I just don't get the fascination. It's weird. I don't either. The fascination with all that violence. Mm-hmm. I don't get it either, and you know, uh, so those I, I, you know, I see them they they pop up, and I go, that sounds terrible. I like, you know, like Psycho. Yeah, the only gore in that movie was chocolate syrup going down a down a shower (laughs) drain.
3: "Hmm." Yeah, that's
0: right. You're like, delicious. Hershey's. <laughs> uh, she, yes. Yeah.
1: And, and the other scary scene was when they spin mama around and she's oh, a skeleton, God. a dried skeleton. That was a scary I was just, 10 years old. I thought
0: I was going to die.
1: I, I was six when I saw that. I was oh, a. You were six?
0: Yeah. My, I went Ooh. with my sister and
1: I was scared, for, uh, scarred for life. That's why I can't watch those movies. It's too, you know, heart rate's up to about 180 when I see that stuff. Uh, I
0: I actually, I will tell you the truth, I was 11 and my friends are usually a couple years older than me, so they were 13. And we were at Cleveland Park. I will never forget this. And one guy said to another guy, hey, you seen that movie that uh, Psycho won? The guy goes, yeah, I saw it. he goes, I was surprised at the end. Your mother's in it. Big <laughs> fist fight right there on the playground. Your mother. He spins around it's like a skeleton. It looks like your mother. That's really nice. That's a little Northside action. That's right Northside humor, man. <laughs> Would you like to be compared to the to the skeleton? Call it Kristen. Kind of the skeleton in in Psycho.
3: No, no. <laughs> not
0: great. Honestly, God, it, I mean, it—it it, it was a fist fight, like at the drop of a hat. It just—he he said, "Is your mother's in it?" And boom! They were <laughs> off and running. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I thought it was actually funny, so <laughs> I kind of stepped out of the uh, circle there and laughed because I thought, it's, "Come on, man! The guy was joking. Settle down." No mothers, though. That's the problem with the inner city. No mothers. You can joke about anything you want, but not mothers.
1: Not your mom, well. Huh?
0: Just how it is, that's it's all a, I know. It's a matriarchal society in, in many respects. Oh, God, yes. So, Kristen, is there something coming out that you're looking forward to that I should see?
3: There's, there's a lot of things that uh, the Toronto Film Festival just released its roster. And mm-hmm. because I'm in the middle of just superhero action movie fatigue, I'm still looking forward to the fall. Because you have movies like Won't You Be My Neighbor premiering oh, at I
0: do want to see that. the yep. Toronto
3: Film Festival. Yep. You have Ford versus Ferrari. That's the Christian Bale and Matt Damon movie about the Le Mans 24-hour race. Oh, uh, yeah. Between. Yeah, there's some really interesting <clears throat> things. Um, there's Harriet. The Harriet Tubman story is coming out. So there's going to be some good substantial movies that we can kind of sink our teeth into come September, October, mm-hmm. November that type of thing. But they're all in the Oscars race, so we kind of go into, as we call it here in Los Angeles, award season. We don't have winter, we have award season. Okay,
0: okay now I, I need a favor from <laughs> you, because you'll see him mm-hmm. and I won't. I used to love Robert De Niro, but he's got to shut up. Kristen, tell him <laughs> to shut up. Next time you see him, tell him, shut up and do movies. Of what course. Do you
3: yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like, uh, when he just started like, blabbing about Trump at the Tony Award. i know um i just oh thought God. why bother because honestly we know a lot of the entertainment community does not like trump and um, i think that there's ways to talk about using art as a way to speak your truth or you know art is a fuel for creativity based on stuff you don't like or your or issues social issues um but yeah like, I don't need Trump to permeate every aspect no, of my television, yeah. film, and social media experience every day in life.
0: <laughs> Kristen, honestly, I thought of you the other day. I'm watching Trump. Well, it was two days ago. I'm watching Donald Trump, President Trump. He's talking. And they were ta- I can't remember what development they were even talking about. But he said, well, let me just t- say this, that we've done a great job. The president, me, has done a great job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God, really? Why? you in the third person. Why? Some, some,
0: some people may say he's self-centered. Some people yeah, might say yes, that. Yes, they
3: might they say, might that, say yeah. that.
0: Oh, The president, Maybe, me, I've done Inciani a great
1: job. Maybe he should have been Gianni Versace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he should have. You know, he should have. I wish, I wish the haters would get together yeah, that'd be good. and say, let's find somebody who can defeat Donald Trump. Let's find a candidate you. who, you who really has a reasonable chance. That there's a lot of people who voted for Donald <laughs> Trump that really don't like a lot of this other paraphernalia, extra stuff, stuff he said, tweets, thousand things that they're dissatisfied with. But there's not – that's what they need to do and focus on a mm-hmm. you know, a year from now. Let's get them out of office. That's what you do. Rather, they just seem like burning up all this energy on. Hey, no, let's, let's build something. Let's build something that's going to be positive yes. that's going to defeat them. Yes.
4: I
3: completely agree, and I always think that so many people are trying to match Trump at his Twitter game, and Uh... some of the candidates that are running on the Democrat side focus so much on the social media message, and, like, give me policy, Mm -hmm. give me something substantial, because I think this is really important, instead of just, like, thinking that you have the latest singer and you'll go viral on on Twitter, I don't really care about that. I I want to know what you would do if you were in office.
0: Yes, exactly. One of my favorite memories of Donald Trump is from about 20 years ago, and I will never forget him. I'm like, this guy is one cocky bastard, and that was 20 years ago. He's on the Larry King Show. Do you remember this, Kristen?
3: I I don't remember his appearance, but I do remember the Larry King
0: Show. Okay, he was on the Larry King Show. Donald Trump is talking to Larry King, and about two minutes into the interview, Donald Trump on live national television says... Would you do me a favor and back up? Your breath is really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What a prick! Oh, uh, you back, Would you back I've up? Your breath is horrible. Clip. Oh my God! Oh, you've I, seen
3: like, it? I have seen that clip. I just saw it recently <laughs> for the very first time, and I'm like, why wouldn't you wait for a commercial and ask the makeup artist for a mint and yeah. you just offer it to him? And you both take it, and then it's just done. Oh gotcha.
0: my God!
1: Yeah, you offer them the mint, and what do you say? <laughs> Think of others. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't. I would rather someone slide me a mint on a commercial break and just be like, "This is good. Like you need this." And embarrass me for yes. ten seconds versus on TV and be a jerk. You, you're not going to die from bad breath for a four and a half minute segment.
1: What? You never Larry King's? Maybe Larry King's breath would, would make it die. you die. Know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> the look. How about? So you've seen it, Kristen? What's sad. Yes. Yeah. How about the look on Larry King's face when he says it? Oh, my God, he's mortified. Yeah,
3: he's literally like, what the heck, dude?
0: <laughs> I think I there think was a different it's word. It's a good
3: but... clip to seek out. Yeah. It's floating out there on social media. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, but yeah, it's definitely sure it worth seeing.
0: It's funny. We watched a uh, documentary, and if you're going to watch it, don't watch it with any little kids. There's a uh, documentary called Generation Wealth. It's on Amazon Prime. And he's actually in it from about 30 years ago. Walking into his house in New York, his his condominium in New York, his front doors are gold. Well, like Donald, you really need gold doors on your. But that thing is the most disturbing thing I've. I doubt
2: they're actually solid
0: gold. Well, no, I think they're just going to be rather heavy.
3: Decor everywhere. Oh yeah, gold toilet seat. Like very, very into the
0: gold. And you
3: know, it's funny. This is just so random because I'm from New England, and there's a lot of blue bloods and old money. Mm -hmm. Anyone that had like moved into New England that like decorated in gold like that, everyone would be like, "Oh, the nouveau riche, so tacky." (laughs) You
0: remember the old joke about the gold room? Do you ever hear the joke about the gold room? No. There's a new club opens up. It's a jazz club serving dinner as well. It's called The Gold Room. Guy goes there, right? Comes back the next day and he goes, you know, I, I, I got a little hammered last night and I kind of don't remember everything that happened last night, but I just wanted to come back. What I remember, so I, I can see, you know, talking to you in the front, the vestibule here, that there's a lot of gold in the ceiling and the floor and the walls and the front doors are gold. And is everything in here gold? He goes, yeah, everything in the place. It's the gold, it's the gold room. Everything in the place is gold. And he goes, everything is gold. Seriously. He goes, yeah, all the doors, the floors, the you know, the window frames, the ceiling, all of it is gold. And he goes, is my memory correct? Even your urinals are gold? And the manager turns around and goes, hey Phil, I just found the guy that pissed in your saxophone. <laughs> 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 I love that joke. That's a great joke. <laughs> Don't you love that joke, Kristen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, oh, you're going to be telling that. You're, yeah. you're
1: going to be telling that, Kristen. She's trying to. Okay, oh,
3: protect- yeah, that. When I go on my show later today, that's the first joke I'm going
0: to tell. You should come on. <laughs> I lighten should. it up, Kristen. Bird. I
1: have a
3: Minnes- I have a Minnesotan on my show today.
0: Oh, who do you have?
3: I have Eva Igo. For anyone who watched World of Dance, um, she was on season one and two. She came in second on the first. In the
0: dance. Her name is Eva Igo.
3: Eva Igo.
0: So in she's the phone uh, book, her from... name would be I leave at night. <laughs> you like, yeah. No,
3: Eva Igo. <laughs> Eva Igo. <laughs> by the way, she's seventeen. Tom, don't make
0: fun. Of me. I'm not mm. making fun of her. I'm making fun of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is loud.
0: No, nah, oh, that is a You know, I was just thinking about. By the way. Do you realize that in another, I think it's two weeks, excuse me, three weeks? No, it is, it, I, I, wait a minute. When did, We started the show on what, the 7th of August, Andy? Is that right? Or was it the, no, I the 12th the, of August. Yeah, around that. 12th. Yeah, two weeks from today, we're going to be starting our what, our eighth year on the show? Uh, seventh. Seventh. We've we'll you be on in six 2012. Years. We started. So we finished our yeah. seventh year. We're starting our eighth year. Right. So we're starting our eighth year two weeks from today. I can't believe that. And you've been with us pretty much the whole damn time.
3: And you've never met me in person. (laughs) I know. And I've
0: never met you in person. And I I say this, and every week I say this, your hour goes by the fastest of any hour of the week. And it's just because you're so engrossing and enchanting. That's why.
3: Engrossing and enchanting. I'm going to say Tom Bernard calls her engrossing and enchanting. Yes. Put it in my bio. <laughs>
0: there you go. We'll talk to you next week.
3: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, L.A. entertainment reporter, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with Hour 2. Great guest coming up Hour 2 as well with the family.